where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today as we enter the middle days of November as Thanksgiving approaches. I have an article, a naturopathic article I wrote probably three years ago, how Thanksgiving is an extremely overrated holiday. You might want to go check out that. All right, today we're going to talk about Pete Davidson. So you might have heard Pete Davidson's been in the news recently because apparently he is ongoing on a dates with Kim Kardashian, the whore of all whores. Now, let's let's backtrack. I think most of you guys know who Pete Davidson is. He was or still is on Saturday Night Live. I think that's where he got his break. He epitomizes <laughs> the chat. He actually has an ongoing skit he's done for years. I remember one, one that he did with Jennifer Lopez, and he's done with a couple other uh, beautiful actresses. I think he has one with Jennifer Lawrence. The one, that, the Martian, where he rips off the Martian. And no, I think it's with Miley Cyrus. And uh, he, despite his looks, despite he is a known suicidal ideator, a cutter, he's admitted this, he has borderline personality, so he's admitted all this. And he, let's be fair, I mean, he is tall, which women like, because their offspring will be taller and they can feel comforted by a taller man. The dude is not classically handsome. Let's be real, he is not classically handsome. Now, when he was dating Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande said that he had big phallus energy. So maybe he has a big phallus, especially for someone as tiny as Ariana Grande. So let's go through the litany of women that he's dated. And this is just off the top of my head. Now, he did date, if you love Curb Your Enthusiasm, which season 11 is on right now. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. He dated Cassie Davis, who's Larry David's daughter, before he kind of made it big. That was early SNL. Then he was with Ariana Grande, who he was, I believe, engaged to. They almost married. And then he was or had a little tryst with Kate Beckinsale, who has been around. I remember watching Kenneth Branagh's Much Ado About Nothing that came out in 1995, and she was in that as a young girl. I mean, the, the, the woman ages well, but uh, she's in her mid-40s by now. Then he was with, uh, and this might be in in proper order here, he was with Andy McDowell's daughter, Margaret Qualley, attractive woman, weird teeth, probably most famous for being the hitchhiker girl on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the one that Brad Pitt picks up. Then he was with Kaya Gerber, who is Cindy Crawford's daughter, when she was like 18, 19. And then he was with my girl, Phoebe D'Envor. Now, Bridgerton, I've mentioned before on Netflix, I think there's a lot of really good intersexual dynamics at play there, the way things used to be as a way, as opposed to the way things are now. She plays the main protagonist, uh, Daphne, Daphne Bridgerton. And she is beautiful. She's the kind of girl that I like, kind of like Kira Knightley. I like the waifs. I like the super pale, super skinny waifs 
So he was dating her recently. And then now he's with Kim Kardashian. I know I'm missing somebody else that he's been with, and I, my apologies. But my point is, he is batting outside of his average, for sure. Now, on one level, you could say, well, because he's famous. And certainly, if if you've ever seen, and I like Judd Apatow movies, his last movie starred our boy Pete Davidson here, the King of Staten Island. Uh, if, if he was like working at a pizzeria in Staten Island, his hometown, his home borough, I should say. Uh, come on, no girl would give him the time of day. So yes, he is famous. He doesn't have necessarily a lot of money compared to the women that he's dating. These women could get with men who make more money. He def- definitely has the potential to make a lot of money. And on SNL, they don't make a lot. They they make more per year that they're on. So he's probably making around two hundred fifty thousand an episode, maybe. But again, maybe not that much. I think I think season vets get something like a hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand an episode. And, and look, on SNL, not that I watch it like I used to, he doesn't really do much. He, he can't really play characters that well. And he just is Pete Davidson on SNL. But people love him. People love him. So, yes, women like rich men, but they also like men of status. And I've talked about this before. Like any beautiful woman can date a hedge fund guy or stock market guy. But only one can say they're dating Elon Musk. So there's something to be said about dating rich men, but rich men with status is a humongous aphrodisiac for women. I mean, it satisfies the upper, upper echelons of hypergamy for women. So on one level, I think these women date Davidson because he's famous. Again, if he was a, a pizzeria dude, they wouldn't be given the time of day. So that I think that's one thing. So Kaya Gerber, gorgeous girl. She's actually now with a guy who's actually equally handsome. If you ever watch the Netflix rom-coms, The Kissing Booth, she's with Jacob Elordi. You can look him up. He's a good-looking dude. I have to admit, he is a good-looking dude. They, they would have beautiful kids. But you you look at Margaret Qualley. You look at all these women. They could get better-looking dudes because Pete Davidson is not classically handsome. Okay, so part of it is, of course, status, no doubt, and that he's on a somewhat still relevant show. Now, a lot of these girls kind of grew up on Pete Davidson. If you look at like maybe Phoebe D'Envoer and Kaya Gerber, I mean, he's been on since they were like 16, 15. So I think if it's like dating the crush, I think a lot of it has to do with his damage, right? Women love damage. We talked about the Einstein quote. A man marries a woman and spends the rest of the marriage wondering what happened to that woman. And a woman marries a man and spends the rest of the marriage trying to change him into the man she wants him to be. Both are inevitably disappointed. And I think it's no doubt, and you see it in the classic Disney movie, Frozen, the song Fixer Upper, there's something to be said that women, of course, are attracted to damaged men. Damaged men that are witty, damaged men, because wit shows high IQ, that that are damaged and sullen and kind of just treat them like garbage. We know that. And so Davidson's got that thing going. So he's got big D energy. Okay, all women, they'll deny that's not important, but of course, it's like a cherry on top, right? If, if they have that, that's great. And he's tall, and he's famous, and he is damaged, and he, he'll admit this. So you think, okay, why wouldn't these women be with like world-famous intellectual lawyers or, I don't know, world-famous academicians, history professors, they really don't care. I mean, come on. We're talking about women here. Come on. 
Do you think most of them want to get in a stimulating conversation about the 1968 French Revolution that toppled uh, De Gaulle? No. <laughs> Come on. Come on. It's about no money, no honey. It's about status. So now that Davidson's with Kim Kardashian, okay, so what's the dynamic here? First of all, let's put it on the table. This could all be just for publicity, right? They're going on dates. It doesn't mean anything, just so both of them get more publicity because we know the Kardashians are the biggest whore, pub whore publicity people of all time. I mean, they've made all their millions and millions on fame and the idiots that buy their products, no offense. So this could be that. But let's put it, let's, let's, let's make the assumption that this is a romantic, and what I mean romantic is just hookup, right? I mean, these, these two people are incapable of actually falling in love. So Kardashian is what, triple divorced, right? Ray J, Humphrey, and uh, our boy Kanye. And uh, speaking of SNL, SNL had that great skit with Kanye, when Kanye and, and Kim were married. It was Nassim Pedrad who played Kim. And I can't remember, was it, it wasn't Jay Farrell. I can't remember who played uh, Kanye. But they had the, the, the Kimye show. Very funny. Go check those skits out on YouTube. And so she's a triple divorcee. She's been run through more than the Holland and Lincoln Tunnel combined. So why would Pete Davidson want to be with her well, I think some of it is is attention. Some of it is he, maybe he's attracted to her super voluptuous body. Some of it is like, well, Kanye's been with her, so I want to be with her even though he's not thinking about the principle of sloppy seconds because I don't know. For me, I would rather be with a woman who's had, I don't know, less sexual partners than one who's had scores of them. But I don't know. Okay, We're not necessarily talking about people who are the sharpest tool in the shed. They might not be the sandpaper, but they're certainly not the sharpest tool in the shed. So what does he get out of it? I think it's just fame, banging somebody else. And kind of like his Chad character in SNL, it's like if Kim comes, if Kim came on to him and was like, oh, you know, oh, Pete, you're so smart. He's like, okay, whatever. Okay, cool. You know, that, like his, you got to watch the skit on Chad. Just type Pete Davidson, Chad SNL. You can watch some of those skits. What, what, is, what is she getting out of it? Well, clearly she's post-wall. Mother of four. Now, granted, she is rich as F, but even she knows at her age that her days are numbered, kind of like Madonna. Madonna, bless her soul, with the 27-year-old boyfriend. Bless her soul. Kim sees herself maybe becoming Madonna, which is sad. You know, I understand, yeah, she wants to be a lawyer and white fight for human rights abuses or pet animal abuses, whatever. I don't know. But what does she get out of it? Well, younger man, cougar, of course. Now, Kim Kardashian, despite what red pill men might say about her, can pretty much get any man in the world. Let's be real. Most men in the world. Let's be real. So why is she picking this guy instead of like a French entrepreneur like Salma Hayek did when she was going post-wall and marry him? I don't know. Maybe this is just a fling. Do I think they're going to get married? Absolutely not. Do I think any of them are capable of sustaining a, a legitimate sacramental marriage? Absolutely not. Would either of them have a sacramental marriage? Absolutely not. So I think this goes back to a lot of you guys. Are, I don't get it. Davidson, how does he get so much pee? A, women aren't that bright. A lot of them are just not that bright. Let's be real. And especially he's dating these young girls like Kaya Gerber. They're not that bright. B, he taps into their need for hypergamy. And again, it's like fighting and being mad at gravity. There's no reason to be mad at hypergamy. Just get over it. It is what it is. Can't get mad at that. So hypergamy, of course, plays a humongous role in this. 
and the damaged man plays a humongous role in it. And look, to give him credit, he's probably funny. I don't find his humor to be that funny, kind of the, the slacker humor. And I've seen, you know, three or four of his movies, and he plays the same role. I don't find him to be that funny. But either way, I wish him well. I, I did read an interview that, you know, he has tons of tattoos all over his body. He's getting them removed. And he admits that that's how he would numb the pain. Like a lot of people get excessive tattoos. And we have an episode here on women who get excessive tattoos, how, how humongous of a red flag that is. So it's good for him to to do that. I think part of it is doing it for, for his career. And part of it is he realizes that all these tattoos are like a red flag sign of his past. And kudos to him. Right? We want everybody on MGTOW or just any man in general, to to achieve excellence and to purge their demons. And so kudos to, Cardia, to Davidson for wanting to do these things. But the point of this episode is just understand, you know, he's going to keep getting these beautiful women. And just understand, if you're envious of this, A, don't be envious, because that is a sin to be envious of others. B, if you want to be more like him, then work on yourself. Work on your six sixes. Work on making more money. Work on your game. Work on being more damaged. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you four seconds if you have an Apple product. Two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. If you want to make a donation, I would appreciate that. It helps defray the cost of hosting this on a server because I don't make any money off of this, but I got to pay for putting on a server. Secondly, there is a link for Naturopathic Earth, which is the website that has all of my articles, my recipes, into to paleo. And all the podcasts from the three feeds are there. The three feeds, please follow and subscribe. The Female Holistic Health Apothecary, because you can't say I'm misogynistic if I have a fee that's solely geared toward helping women be healthier. Confessions of an obese child and, of course, the awakened man. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.